Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag? To say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now. Out. He's fired. This is the Trump this morning, boy. If you sit your, get your old boy orange face, red face, look at, no, I'm just playing. What it do, man? What it do, what it do, what it do, what it do, what it do. BTSE365, right back at you. And unless you've been under a rock the last few days, it's been a lot going on. It's been a lot going on over the weekend. The uh, acting current president of the United States, Mr. Donald Trump, Made some statements over the weekend, some comments that, of course, made headlines, y'all. That's what he do. He looking for the headline. He looking for the big splash. And that's what he did. Now, whether or not it got the reaction that he thought he was going to get, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, over the weekend, not only did he say what you heard at the beginning of the show, but if you didn't know, Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors, you know, the NBA champions, two-time MVP Steph Curry, uh, he said he said he wasn't attending the White House. Whether or not the team wanted to go or not, he wasn't going. That's his opinion. That's what he going to do. That's his decision. Excuse me, not his opinion, but his decision. And, okay, cool. Cool. Trump it up off the comments he made about the NFL. He tweeted about Steph Curry. He all he, and pretty much said, look, you ain't invited to the White House. You ain't got to come. You ain't invited no more. That's, that's how he put it. You know, man? you ain't even invited no more. So now LeBron James had to come out. He didn't came out and call Trump a bum. <laughs> it's only funny because I can hear him right now in my mind. You bum. Like what he really was saying, you bum ass nigga. That's really what he was saying. But he can't say that. Because he LeBron James and he got a lot of money to lose if he come out and say, bum-ass nigga. But I said for you, LeBron, you bum-ass nigga. He said he wasn't going anyway. That's that's really what he said. Now, now Saturday night, what you heard him say at the beginning of the show, Saturday night, like when he said that, I was like, damn, sons of bitches. And that's exactly how the players took it. Uh, Michael Bennett came out and said, I think he said uh, it was something to the effect of, my mother is a beautiful, respectful woman. She ain't never been a dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, Odell Beckham got flagged 15 yards because when he scored his first touchdown, he acted like a dog and he was pissing on the, the end zone, in the end zone. And they asked him about it after the game. He said, well, since I'm a dog, I'm going to act like one. First of all, I, I see what you're saying. I said, I get what you're saying, but I'm not going to, I wouldn't give him the satisfaction of that. But instantly, instantly, you call somebody a son of a bitch, they instantly thinking, Calling my mama a dog? You calling my mama a bitch? Boy, see, you you just can't use those types of terms if you're the quote unquote president of the country. You know what I'm saying? Like you just ain't supposed to do that. Supposed to be some kind of decorum, some sense of you know etiquette, something, something. Talking about folks should be fired and all this. This ain't this ain't your reality show. My G, this this ain't that. Like you can't just be out here talking like that. But I guess he think when you a billionaire and you the president of the United States, you can say whatever the hell you want to say. Now after that, after the now after all of that, I just want to get to this protest, quote unquote. These uh, 
these people, these players coming out arm in arm and they kneeling together. Some didn't even show up on the field. Seahawks said, you know what, we're not even showing up on the field for the National Anthem. We stand in the locker room. Most of the Steelers, a uh, large percentage of them stayed in the tunnel while, uh, what's his name, Villanueva, while he came out and he put his hand over his heart because he was in the Army or he's a veteran, whatever. I don't want to say he, whichever one he was in because I don't know. But he a vet. Cool. Tomlin and some other coaches stood on the sideline, whatever. Uh, the Titans came out arm in arm. They had a white woman singing the national anthem. This is a nationally televised game. And now, well, on TV, I don't know about nationally televised, but it's a it's a televised game on Fox, and they cut to a commercial break. They they cut to a commercial break during the national anthem. Everywhere else, they was showing that jump, but in Nashville, Tennessee, they cut that jump. No, nah, we not watching that. Fox ain't. Mm-mm-mm. We're not watching them kneel. And and it was the woman singing the national anthem in Nashville, a country music city. That's not, you know, that's not going to be something that a lot of people smile upon. You feel me? But she did it. She took a chance. Now, what it means, like, as far as what the protest means and all this stuff, you got Ray Lewis. Look, I saw a meme out there. Ray Lewis looking like uh, Roscoe from Martin. On both knees, he in London, over there with the Ravens. That's probably why the Ravens got blown out 44 to 7. Because they got Ray Lewis out there, coon ass, on the sidelines, on two knees, looking just pitiful. I don't know, he just just looked bad. Like, he didn't even look right. What you, what you doing? What is you doing? Stop your shit. Get, come on, Ray. But plus, we know the Jaguars, They when they play at home, I mean, when they play in London, my bad. <laughs> But it's like a home game, right? When they go to London, they'll cut a shine out there. And that's what they did. They cut a shine. Mercedes Lewis looked like, I don't know, he looked like Julius Thomas. I thought Julius Thomas was the starting tight end in Jacksonville. But I guess Mercedes Lewis decided to channel his inner Antonio Gates and just go ham. Uh, We shall see. It's an interesting AFC South because the Titans, they ended up Putting what thirty three up on the on the uh, Seahawks yesterday. Now they gave up three hundred and seventy three passing yards, but that's because they was up thirty three to what sixteen fourteen. So they was trying to, you know, they was trying to score points. They was trying to score points, so they had to throw the ball. But back to these protests just for a minute, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, what does this really mean going forward? How do teams come out next week or the week after? Uh, you know, let's, let's let's just see. Let's just see how the narrative play out because it's it's a lot of showmanship out here. It's a lot of pomp and circumstance. There's a whole lot of showing going on. There's a whole lot of that going on publicly. But what's gonna happen? You, st- my my cousin told me we still need to buy some land. You know what I'm saying? We still need to buy some land. We we doing all this showboating and. Boys, we still need to build each other. We still need the nation build. All this, all this right here is good. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's a conversation starter now. But now what? What's next? Because I guarantee you tonight on Monday Night Football, I don't think the Dallas Cowboys boycotting anything <laughs> in Arizona. And the Cardinals might, you know, they got a, they're in Arizona, so you know it's a state with mixed people there. You know, he talking about building walls and stuff. So there's a lot of divide over there too. So let 
Let's just see what the conversation be like in the next two or three weeks. Shout out to Shannon Shaw, by the way, because he I heard, I heard him say something similar to that. Like, I want to see how it turns out later. I want to see how it turns out later. <laughs> like, for real. Speaking of Shannon Sharp, I read something online today. My boy, Lance J, over at Lance J Radio. You can catch him on the ESPN Network. Yeah, ESPN 610, Philly, Wednesday nights. I think it's 8 o'clock. If it's not, my bad, Lance, my bad. I think it's 8, though. You know, we, we in Central Time over here. But the boy said, the man said, if this was a game, if this was a video game, Shannon Sharp would be up 40 to 0 over Stephen A. Smith right now. Because Stephen A., I don't know what you be talking about. But let me touch on these scores for a minute just in case you didn't check out the games yesterday. Because a lot of folks might not watch it. They, you know, protesting or whatnot, boycotting, however you want to put it. But they still kind of interested in the scores. So I got you. 27-24 Eagles over the Giants. Uh, They got their hearts broken by a kicker out of the University of Memphis. Uh, Rookie kicker, I believe. And the Eagles kicker hit a 61-yard field goal to end the game. Right when the Giants fans thought. They had it. Oh, they was back on winning, on a winning path. Nah, uh, what did Lee Corso say? Not so fast, my friends. Yeah. Or as Stone Cold would have said, uh-uh. <laughs> the Pats handled business 36-33 over the Texans. Now, Deshaun Watson looked the part, y'all. Oh, he looked the part. He looked the part. He looked the part. But Brady does what Brady do. Hmm. Late 27-yard touchdown pass to Brandon Cooks, which was a dime, and Brandon Cooks toe-tapped that sideline like he had been practicing ballet all summer. The Falcons beat the Lions 30-26. Golden Tate, was he down before he was over the goal line? The refs thought he was, and that was the ball game. Uh, The Bears upset the Steelers 26-16 in Chicago. Actually, the Lions were the only team in the NFC North to lose because the Vikings put a thumping on the, the, the Bucks, 34-17. Stephon Diggs gave them folk the business. Shout out to my fantasy squad. The Packers beat the Bengals 27-24 in overtime. The Bengals, I guess they got a more victory. Nah, they ain't even get that. They 0-3 now. They were winning 21-7 at halftime, and Aaron Rodgers came out with the click, and they did their thing. Chiefs stayed undefeated at 24 to 10 over the Chargers. And that that rookie, Kareem Hunt, that boy there, that boy good. (laughs) And Sunday night football wasn't too exciting. The Redskins, excuse me, Washington came out, and they beat the Raiders 27-10 at home. Beast mode was in sleep mode. Nothing. He was shut down on Sunday night football. Enough about football. Let's take a break and get to paying some of these bills. You know what I'm saying? We got to pay bills around this bit. Shout out to Ridges Veggies. Now, look, if y'all want to get up with Ridges Veggies, they not only got great fresh farm greens and I'm talking squash and zucchini, but they not only have those, along with some greens, cucumbers, all different types of seasonings and things of that nature, but they got Pie Island, Mini Pie Island. And I'm talking about you can get a pecan pie, sweet potato pie, blueberry pie, chocolate chest and a lot of other options you got out there. Man, I'm talking, they got thyme, mints, all of that. They got these teas, y'all. Apple mint tea. They got strawberry mint tea. Like, they got a lot of options for you out there. So if you're trying to eat clean, looking for a fresher way to live, and you're in the Nashville, Tennessee area, go holler at the good people over at Ridges Veggies. They're at the Nashville Farmer's Market. 
You can catch them on the weekends now, Friday through Sunday. Friday is 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday is 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And on Sunday is 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So before or after you do whatever you do, you can always catch them over there on the weekend. And when you go, make sure you tell them Big sent you. And go to the Facebook page at Reggie's Farm Produce. That's Reggie's Farm Produce on Facebook. Oh, yeah, shout out to the good people over at Just Play Entertainment, Hip Hop Charades, Ms. Leah Avery, what it do? What it do, Queen? What it do? Shout out to them. If you go to hiphopcharades.com, get you a game for you and your family, you and your frat brothers, sorority sisters, whatever you want to do, your coworkers, your church members, it's a great game to play. If you like taboo or you like charades, I'm telling you right now, Hip Hop Charades is a game for you and your people. It's not just words, it's phrases as well. Go over to hiphopcharades.com right now and make sure you use the promo code BTSE10. Why? Because you're going to get 10% off. That's why. So go on and do that. Who don't want to lick money off? At least get the taxes off. You feel me? And Ms. Leah is a graduate of Tennessee State University. And she's a Chicago, Illinois native who's created this great game for us to enjoy. So go to hiphopcharades.com. Use the promo code BTSE10. Get you 10% off. And you never know. Hip-Hop Charades might be in your city. Nashville, Atlanta, Memphis, Indianapolis, Indiana, Chicago. Oh, yeah. We nationwide ready to be global. What you what you heard? Oh, yeah. Shout out to Keely's Entertainment, Keely Bonding, MLK Insurance, all of that. All of that over there in West Tennessee. All of that back home. You feel me? So if you get caught up in a jam... And you need to be bonded out, 731-635-3833. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Christmas, any holiday. I don't care what day of the week it is, day available. Somebody going to go get you out, you hear me? And if you're getting married, you get, you're having a wedding or you're having a birthday party, you just want to celebrate, you got kids that got birthdays and things of that nature, they got your entertainment needs covered too. Grown folks, kids, middle-aged, old age, it don't matter. West Tennessee, that's who you need to be shopping with for all of that. So whether you need some car insurance, you need to get bailed out of the jail, you got a celebration, hey, they got you covered. Speaking of the family, it's a celebration tomorrow for the prince of the family. So, hey, now that we got the business out the way, let's talk about this other business. Any artists out there, I don't care if you rap, you do R&B, soul, Gospel even. I mean, you know, I don't discriminate. If you got some music you want to be heard on a different platform, holler at me. Get at me on social media. You can get at me on my email. On Instagram and Twitter, it's at BTSE underscore 365. If you want to shoot me an email with your music, send it to B-I-G-G Talks. That's T-A-L-K-S 731 at gmail.com. It can be heard on here. Let your people know, hey, I sent it over to Big. He going to put it out there. We're going to make sure everything get done right. Support your people, man. Support your people. Young Quail, I see you, boy. Chopped it up with him the other day. Y'all be on the lookout for some new music coming from Young Quail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going down in a major way. M. Cole, but y'all know that's family. So that's that what's understood don't have to be explained. Lil Vic, I'm putting all these folks on the spot. Brave Music, what's up? Y'all holler at me. Okay, now moving on, moving on, moving on. Like play a fly to the NBA. Because I know that's really what y'all really want to hear about. To the NBA, you know, Melo got traded to the Thunder for who? Enos Cantor, 
Doug McDermott and a second round pick, the boo boo. That's what he got traded for, the boo boo. Now you team Melo, Westbrook, and Paul George together with Patrick Patterson and what's his name, Stephen Adams. And I don't know who you're going to get with Stephen Adams. I don't know whether he's going to be good or bad. You know, he he playing like post-Albert Haynesworth. I mean, Albert Haynesworth after he got that big contract. But forget him. The Their big three. That's a pretty nice big three. And if you put Carmelo Anthony on the team with two other Olympic players, then let's see what's going to happen now. He got enough in the tank if he healthy, which everything seems like he good. He just 32. I know he won't be playing with the hoodie on, but I still think he can ball with two other superstars out there. Well, with one other superstar, well, with a superstar <laughs> and his himself and another star, yeah, they can make some noise in the West. They can be a top four team if, if things go how they should. They can be top two, three. Now, we know Golden State is de facto number one, but you still got to deal with the Spurs. You still got to deal with the Rockets and see how this thing go with Chris Paul and uh, what's the boy named James Harden, the beard. And then last night, D-Wade and the Bulls came to an agreement on a buyout. Now, all the talk done already started, all the speculation, everybody assuming he going to Cleveland off the muscle, just off the strength of LeBron his boy. Other people done got themselves aligned in a situation that's very, very beneficial to them. Like, the West looking very good. LeBron Slick don't need D-Wade to get to the Western, I mean, to the NBA Finals. In my opinion, that team is going to, what, beat the, the Celtics in five or six. Nah, okay, not five or six. Six for sure. Not five, but six for sure. But I personally think D-Wade either goes to Miami or he goes to Cleveland. The Spurs, I slightly, slightly, slightly could see that happening. Only only because Pop could end up getting in his ear. But that's a veteran-laden team, and I just don't know. I just can't see D-Wade wanting to live in San Antonio for however long. So we shall see about that one. But it may happen quickly. I mean, training camp about to start. So, hmm, D-Wade to Cleveland? More than likely. I say it's a 70% chance that he end up in Cleveland. If he goes anywhere else, <laughs> I saw the report saying that it was a, a slight chance that the Thunder were involved in this conversation too. Now, that just wouldn't be fair. Because then, like, that's, a, that's, I mean, that's D-Wade still. That's still Carmelo Anthony. I mean, like, y'all can say what you want to say, but that's a lot of firepower out there. OKC for sure, all in for one year for sure. Like, we know that for a fact. And beyond, too. So they 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 willing to wheel and deal. Let's see what happens. One thing I know, I'm ready for the NBA season right now. Like, that's, that's just me. I'm ready for the NBA season now. Ready for the NBA season. The Thunder going against the Knicks in the first game and the Celtics, not the Celtics, yeah, the Celtics going against the Cavs in the first game. I'm ready to see all of this. For one sport, you know, from one league that hasn't started yet to one that's about to be in the playoffs, MLB. Man, Aaron Judge hit his 49th home run today. Tied Mark McGuire for most home runs by a rookie. And with all teams with about between 8 to 10 games left in the season right now in the AL East, the Red Sox got a commanding five-game lead over the Yankees, the AL Central. <laughs> I said commanding for the Red Sox. The Indians got a 16-game lead over the Twins, 
In the AL West, the Astro, Astro, I said the Astros, the Astros got that one by a wide margin to 18 games. So actually, Boston got a small lead compared to everybody else in the AL. And now in the NL East, the Nationals got a 21-game lead over the Marlins. And the Cubs got a five-and-a-half game lead over the Brewers. And the Dodgers, who was red hot for a long time, winning all types of games in a row. Then they ended up losing 11 in a row. They got a nine-game lead over the Diamondbacks. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting out there right now. It's pretty interesting out there. October's on the way, so you know it's postseason baseball. That's the only real baseball I like watching. I don't have time to watch 162 games. I'm not trying to watch all that. No, get me to the playoffs. Now you're going to see some real baseball because all these other teams, boo-boo. Straight, regular, unleaded. Like, the most exciting player in the NL East is on the team that's, what, 20 games out of first place almost? Like, Giancarlo Stanton. He three home runs away from 60. And the Marlins going to Coors Field today. That's out in Colorado. He playing the Rockies. That's a hitter's ballpark. He'll damn near get three today. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. He might get two, though. For real, for real. He might get two. If they pitch to him, he might get two. And, of course, people are like, you know, this is the modern-day 62 or the modern-day 60. We're trying to get that again because Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and others who may have been on the juice during that time when they was hitting 60. Well, not may have been, hell. We know Mark McGuire was on the juice. We know Alex Rodriguez was on the juice. We know Barry Bonds was on the juice, even though in court none of that can be proved. He never failed a drug test and all that. But, damn, bro, you went from – 200 pounds to 250. And not only that, your head got bigger. Like, you just, come on, bro. Come on. I digress. But look, that's all I got for y'all today. A lot to talk about later. Oh, I can't end the show without shouting out those UTM Skyhawks. Yeah, they defended home field and they beat the Tennessee State Tigers over the weekend. And Slick wasn't even close. And speaking of Tennessee sports, let me touch on this for a minute. Vanderbilt, y'all got y'all ass whooped by Alabama over the weekend. I just had to say that. 59-0, y'all. 59-0. Golly. And shout out to those MTSU Blue Raiders. It was great seeing my my, my fam out there on the field. Number 13, Tyrese Johnson. Y'all be on the lookout. True freshman wide receiver out of Halls, Tennessee. Conference USA wide receivers. Be on the lookout for them. I'm telling you right now. You heard it here first. So when you start seeing number 13 from Middle Tennessee making these highlights and doing all that, don't say I didn't warn you. You know what I'm saying? Don't say I didn't warn you. Shout out to Lil' Cug, man. Oh, yeah, it's almost hoodie season. And next month is Breast Cancer Awareness. So I started something last year, and, and people liked it. So, hey, I brought it back. We got the pink and white BTSE hoodies for you. We got the pink and white tees as well. And an assortment of other colors, too. So, whether it's gray and white, blue and white, black and white, red and white, purple and white, orange and white, we're going to have green and white soon. You know, that's you know that's, that's in high demand. But the pink and white hoodies for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I know a lot of people who have family members who were affected by breast cancer. Coach family friend of mine was affected by breast cancer. She a survivor, though. You know what I'm saying? So, I wear mine with pride. So, shout out to those who done already purchased theirs big time. Shout out to your fam. I see you time fit. I'm in a shout out mood right now. Shout out to my LBD man's photography, man. Boy, grinding out here in the M. Soul for movement, man. Shout out to Summer Breeze. It's the fall now, but we still in the Summer Breeze. Shout out to MCO. 
Shout out to the team, man. Shout out to all the supporters. I appreciate you listening, sharing. Uh, shout out to the A. Shout out to the Ville. Shout out to Memphis, Ripley, Lauderdale, all of that. Tennessee, period. And with this crazy world. Oh, yeah. Shout out to California, too, man. Shout out to Rubido, Jupiter. What is it? Jupiter Valley? Hope I'm saying it right. I hope I'm saying it right. Shout out to Councilman, Councilmember Kelly out there, one of my college homeboys. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to Cali. Chamber was having it. Congratulations. Now that I'm done with my shout outs, <laughs> if you want a hoodie or a tee, go online to btse365.bigcartel.com. Again, that's btse365.bigcartel.com. Lifestyle screen print going to get you right. Shout out to my brother, man. Support your people. Love somebody, hug somebody today. It's a beautiful world, and it'll be even more beautiful if we just try to love a little more. I know it's a lot of hate out here. I know it's a lot out here. But we ain't going to focus on that over here. We're we going to focus on the love over here. So make love, not war. Peace to you and yours. Oh, 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 oh. Coming up October 7th, UT Martin Homecoming. I'm going to be there. I've been invited back to do some commentary for the game for the Skyhawks when we beat Murray State. October 7th, yeah, so if you go, if you an alumni, if you're an alumnus, whatever, come to the game. Show some love and keep it real. Your boy going to be on the booth kicking-ish. Appreciate my professor for the invite. It's, it's always love to be able to go home, quote-unquote, so to speak, my college home. So, yeah, it's going to be cool be able to go back, BTSC, back in the booth where it all started. I, I, I'm excited. I'm ready to go. So, yeah, October 7th is going down. Let's get it. BTSE 365, we back in the in the Skyhawk. What is it? The uh, <laughs> Oh, the Hawk. 90.3, the Hawk. You feel me? I'm out. BTSE 365. <laughs>